Welcome into this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined as always by Texas Rangers fan Justin Wells. Two games away, Justin, two games away, but we don't know what's going to happen with Scherzer and Garcia now. I'm not trying to jinx you here. It's been a long wait, I know. Uh, but before we get into Texas Rangers talk, which is actually not today, uh, we're going to be talking about how this Texas class may or could finish. We're also going to hit on a little basketball recruiting at the end. Got a big decision coming up Thursday. Nick Cody, number 45 in the country, top-ranked prospect in the state, as well as Trey Johnson plans to sign in the early period, top five prospect in the country. He was once ranked number one in the class before uh, some guys reclassified there. So uh, we'll talk some basketball at the end of the show. We're going to the first uh, the bulk of the show. We're going to talk about how could the Texas class finish with Elijah Lofton now coming in for an official visit this weekend. But before we get to that, all that recruiting news and information, I need to take a second for the sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. And that's Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep your tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, boat, to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands with over 35 years of experience? You will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call at 512-218-8571. Look, guys, as Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is seeing ways to help you save. With his 35 years of experience, you might miss a few if you don't give Mark Saunders a call. 512-218-8571. Thank you again to Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders for being the sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. All right, Justin, we're going to take a position-by-position position look at how this class uh, could finish. Uh, we kind of did that at Inside Texas, just kind of reset the recruiting board this morning for those that want to right. talk about it. Um, let's start with tied in, the news. Elijah Lofton, uh, scheduled. I need, to start, I need to start with something real quick. Hey, catch a breath, man. You are snoring loud. Your dog is, your dog is loud and proud this morning. How I'm telling you, man, he is snoring loud. Rubble. All right, now we're good. Elijah Lofton, let's go. Yeah, Elijah Lofton, 6'1", 215. So people see six. He's visiting Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman, tied in, committed to Miami. Jeff Banks has recruiting, been recruiting him for over a year. Uh, they tried to get him in for an official visit, and they went in the direction of Jordan, Washington. Then uh, Lofton was also a heavy lean to Miami. He committed to Miami. When people see 6'1", 215, they're like, whoa, 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 this guy's a tight end. What is he? He's kind of a hybrid. He's a – He's a tight end. He's an H-back. He's a slot type of guy. Uh, but he's got long arms. So 6'1", 215. Yeah. He's 6'4", as a blocker because he has plus wingspan. Uh, but, Justin, you know, this is kind of a new one for us. We thought – and I, we still think Texas will look in the portal at tight end. But they've now introduced the possibility of a second tight end in this class. They have. And you know what? It wasn't – I mean, there was there was always talk that there could be two. I think they kind of thought they might need to in this They would have taken Swanson and Jordan Washington in June, by the way. Just so Yeah, people. yeah. So – and that's that, that's a big thing. And so the thing with Lofton is we always kind of mentioned this is how Jeff Banks works, okay? He is going to identify two or three, four or five of the top tight ends in the country 
and he's going to go after them. He does not care if they're committed. He doesn't care where they go or what they're doing. And this is an example of that. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, you know, intrigued about this because I, I felt like Miami's class is pretty solid, and I, and I felt like he was pretty solid to Miami. But trip to Austin, number seven team in the country. Texas looks good. They are utilizing the tight end. Yes. Emory Winston, the 2025 uh, tight end out of Georgia, is a big, big fan of Texas. He was at Texas OU, so they're. They're getting interest nationwide because of Sanders and, and, and the tight end usage. And so Gunner Helm. I mean, they have two guys they're using multiple ways, right? Absolutely. There's a lot of two tight end sets, a lot of yep. two tight end sets. And so I think this is exactly what Jeff Banks does every cycle. He goes big fish hunting. He wants big game, man. He's trying to get a Marlin. And, and this is this would be that. You know, Elijah Lofton's a chunk monster. This dude is, is big. He's like a baby Brevin Randall. Um, he, he, he's solid and getting him on campus is step one. And, and let's see, let's see if he makes the trip and let's see how it goes. Yeah. Then we're going to move to wide receiver recruiting, which is interesting with the commitment of, uh, Ryan Wingo, obviously like his dad says, signing day is not until December. We know, we know, we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I talked to Isaiah Williams, the, uh, out of Carrollwood day who Texas had offered a couple weeks ago, um, four star receiver committed the floor. I talked to him this weekend and I kind of reported, uh, wait until today to report it because I just wanted to make sure things didn't change. But, uh, you know, Texas had him originally scheduled to come in for an official BYU week, and then they canceled that. Um, and, and partially on Ryan Wingo, but he also mentioned another receiver. Obviously, that's Ryan Williams is the target for Texas, who's trying to reclassify mm-hmm. the 2024, the Alabama commitment uh, at Sarah Land High. He did not make it in with K.J. Lacey this weekend. So uh, that, that's just something to note there that Ryan Williams did not make it in with KJ Lacey over the weekend. That remains a long shot for Texas, the Alabama commitment whose father played at Auburn. He's been at Auburn twice. Yeah. He's been at Auburn this year more than anywhere else. Now he's expected at Alabama for the LSU game. Uh, but Justin, I think it's still kind of a wild card. Portal's going to be big in wide receiver recruiting, but it's kind of a wild card. I don't think they're going to end up pushing for Isaiah Williams. It doesn't sound like They'll try to keep fighting for Ryan Williams, but that's a long shot. They'll keep him warm. Yeah. They'll keep him warm. You got to yeah. have insurance. You got to have some insurance. Mark Saunders. Mark Austin Saunders knows. This is yeah. the perfect show. Just like Sark and Jeff Banks need insurance, Mark Saunders is there to deliver. There you go. So we'll see. That's where wide receiver recruiting is at. Offensive line, this is an easy one before we get the D line. Uh, DeAndre Carter is still the top target. Auburn commitment, four star. And the on three industry rankings. Look, Texas was trending there for a while, especially yeah. coming off that September 30th visit. But yeah. there was some thought that this thing could that Texas would have would know by now if they were getting them or not. Okay, well, the longer this goes, the more you're saying, okay, Auburn is more than putting up a fight here. Uh, and they have Naturally. pressure. Yeah, yeah. They they have a they have pressure to keep him. I mean, the last thing Hugh Freeze wants is all the fans saying, we have no offensive linemen committed at the high school level. What are we doing here? Obviously, Auburn will go heavy portal, but we'll see what happens with DeAndre Carter. Texas is still right there. They're still swinging. They don't feel like they're not going to get him, but I think this has played out longer than Texas thought, which gives Auburn should give Auburn fans uh, some increased hope there. If DeAndre Carter sticks with Auburn, I can tell you they like Jacob Ponton on senior video, the offensive yeah. tackle out of Dripping Springs, who's committed to Texas Tech. Second year playing offensive tackle, upside guy, but he's physical. He's got pat, he's got left tackle feet. 
Uh, he's got the length. He's got the physicality. He's got the smart. So something to watch. Uh, Justin, uh, we're going to go to pass rush. Um, then we'll get to a defensive line. But Solomon Williams is the last edge guy on the board. Look, you got Colin Simmons committed. You got Zena committed. So you're really in a good spot at edge. Now right. it's Solomon Williams is the last guy left. He's because- cherry picking at this point. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Solomon's undersized because he's 6'1 and three quarters, 6'2. But he's such a good pass rusher. And Texas needs pass rush that they're willing to stay in the fight here. The fight is Oregon. He's going to be at Alabama for the LSU uh, game this weekend. A&M's still in the mix, but I think it's going to be interesting with A&M. I have a feeling they're cool and just what's going on with their season uh, with him a little bit because when he visited Texas and visited A&M back-to-back weeks, everything this I was told was this is A&M, this is Texas. That was coming from within his family. We'll see now. Oregon wants Elijah rushing, so there's a lot of things at play they just uh, got Elijah rushing. They just got Elijah rushing. So I mean, look. So that's that. That's that puts a that's tough for uh, Oregon then to just go all in it on is. Solomon Williams as well. So um, we'll see on Solomon Williams what happens, especially after this Alabama visit. Miami and LSU are pushing for visits. All right, Justin, let's move to D line. We got a lot to talk about there. I mean, T.J. Lindsey's talking to Texas. He may come in this weekend, but one of the things we're chasing is. 11 a.m. start on a Saturday makes it tougher for these out-of-state kids to come in unless it's official visit. Then there's Dominic McKinley, who has reopened the lines of communication with Texas. Texas invited both of those kids to the game Saturday. We'll see if anything transpires. Uh, but, Justin, you know, Texas wants one more D lineman in this class. DeAndre Robinson was in town Saturday, so they feel, they're feeling better about that. Um, and they have three guys committed they'd like four. They would, and 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 like you said, they're. I think they're in the good. They're in the sweet spot they right are. now. They would like. They would love to add another guy. You know, and I'm not that sold on T.J. Lindsey. Like, if you take him, you take him. I get it, but you know what? At this point, I think they've done a really good job. I, I think Robinson is playing unbelievable. But that's As the thing about all three of their takes. They're all yeah. having great seasons. Yeah, that's not always the case. There's some injuries in this class. There's oh, some yeah. injuries in some, uh, on some of these major targets. Not with these D-line. Alex January is having a good season. Melvin Hills is having a great year. DeAndre Robinson as well. They want another guy. They would love to add another guy. And I'm going to tell you what, even if they don't, they're going to the portal. Yeah. They're going to go to the portal because there's a chance they could lose a good chunk of that line in the offseason. There's a good chance. And so that's, to me, you're going into the SEC. Don't doubt it. Yeah. If you have an extra spot, if you have an extra, an, a late evaluation that you think could come to fruition, you got to do it. You're going into the SEC without the best D line you had over the last two to three seasons. So if you can add another dude, you add another dude, and and that I think that's another cherry picking type situation where Texas doesn't necessarily have to take another one, but I could see them continuing to push for some of these kids. Yeah, no doubt about it, and obviously. Uh... Dominic McKinley's very much on that Alfred Collins path, physicality or uh, frame, position. He's a fit for what they want to do. Um, he's also not an, even though he's ranked as a five star, I don't see him as an instant impact guy. He's not a midterm graduate. He's got some growth to do technically as a player and physically. Uh, so he'd be a guy that the rankings would say, oh, instant impact player. But he's actually probably closer to a year away from being a really good player for you. Uh, so we'll see what they do. They also have an offer out to Dimitri Nicholas. 
295 out of Miami. Norland committed to Auburn. Uh, and then they're still talking to Alex Foster, who may be at the game Saturday. Pro- it's going to be tough with that 11 a.m. start, though, coming from Greenville, Mississippi. Uh, Justin he wants to come, though. Foster's very intrigued yeah, 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 by Texas. Sure. I, I caught up with him recently. That he's sure. he, They've got his ear. Yeah, so we'll see if we're, we'll see who Texas is. Ole Miss. Yes, so does Ole Miss. Uh, uh, Kentucky, I think, is uh, is is still trying with him. Be a threat, yeah. Um, so linebacker is a complete wild card because if, if they don't get anybody, they're okay. If they could flip Justin Williams or Ty Anthony Smith, they'd love to do it. But it's seen as a wild card. It's seen as a cherry on top of the class. They had a good linebacker class. And that doesn't mean Justin Williams isn't a really good prospect. It doesn't mean Ty Anthony Smith's not a really good player. They really like Xavier Atkins on senior film at Summer Creek, committed to LSU. That's a long shot. That's um, three linebackers right there. Yeah. You, you would take immediately. Oh, you take them all, right? And yeah. so just, I mean, you talked to Justin Williams recently. I've talked to somebody close to Ty Anthony Smith. I mean, I think all these recruitments are, they're still in the balance. They're long shots, but they are still in the balance. Yeah, you know, with Justin Williams, he's a he's he's such a young um, he's such a young uh, just 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 unbelievable talent, unbelievable kid. Um, the thing about Justin, I think he is so solid to Georgia, and that, and I have told members of Inside Texas that I think he is locked into Georgia. But there's just something there. there there's something with that connection with Texas, with Steve Sarkeesian and with Jeff Choate, and I think. The reason he's still talking is maybe in the household, his family's thinking maybe you should stay closer to home. Oh, I was going to sneeze. You should <laughs> stay closer to home potentially. You know that I, I think the thought has caught into his head that, hey, if I decided to change, if for whatever reason I'm not going to join. There's only one option for him if he does that. It's Texas. Yep. It's Texas. He loves, that con- he loves that conversation, and he's told me he's going to continue that relationship. I talked to him. Uh, over the weekend about him potentially coming in for a visit to Austin. He said, well, it's homecoming this week, so I'm, I'm going to stay at the house. But just the fact that there's still an ongoing conversation and it's positive every time they connect, you got to cover it. You got to make sure we cover all our bases. And, and that's the biggest thing with Justin Williams. And, and what you're hearing about Ty Anthony, it, it to me, is a little similar. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, too, is, is for Texas fans out there, the game visit, everybody knows when you're going to be there. After a high school football season's over here mid-November, there's plenty of time to come up on a weekday and drive up with your family and watch a Texas practice or uh, be around the facility and not have to be there photographed and uh, that you're there in attendance at a game and get all those phone calls from the Georgia staff or the A&M staff or whatnot. So that is that is a factor. For Texas fans, even if none of these guys show up this week, it doesn't mean these recruitments are over, even though Texas doesn't really have a home game they get recruits to because Texas Tech is not going to be one of those. Just remember, a lot of these kids will come in if they if Texas works to get them on camp. Colton Vosick made a couple of little five-minute trips. There's his sneeze. Uh, I'm trying to, man. It's I like know. I know. It's, it's 25 degrees outside. Colton flu season, it's here. But just remember, Colton Vossett, even though he lived five minutes away. It took, took a while. And he took a couple of practices last year that were unannounced publicly. So that's how recruiting goes. We'll see what happens there. Um, Ty Anthony Smith, I spoke with somebody close to that one this week. And he's been the strongest, the most solid of all the A&M commitments. Um, what will be interesting there is, you know, 
The, the, the problem AM has is if they lose this Saturday, if they do, then it's all negative talk. It's all negative talk. That's all Dominic McKinley hears. That's all Ty Anthony Smith hears. And then it's going to be the the where you get run into trouble with the recruiting classes. What's the direction of the program? And if you start hearing direction of the program, you know you're in trouble in recruiting. I'll just say that. If, if people around these kids are questioning direction of the program, you're cooked in recruiting. So we'll see if AM loses another game, how much that talk really heats up. Because it's not going to be it's not going to be positive in college station, Justin. Do you know what direction of the program? You know what, what what's the other saying that that, that you know what you say from the uh, from the other side? We're just trying to get bowl eligible. Yes. In this, in year six. Yeah. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, that has got to be alarming. Yeah, if you're a Texas A&M fan, that has to. And if you're a recruit. Some are going to just stay stay in you know into it. They they love the school, they love the program, they love the coaches. They're going, but when you hear the coach go in, in year six, yeah, we're, we we just we got to hit bowl eligibility and then go from there, buddy. That's almost saying the exact same thing, but in a different context. Well, that's right. That's right. So we're okay. We have one position left, and, and it's the I think it's the most most fun. important, most important and most fun defensive back. Um, so we have Kobe Black, Texas Lean. I'll let you get into him in a second. I'm going to run down the guys. We have Xavier Phil Same. I was at McKinney. Justin went and saw uh, Kobe Black last week. We got you covered. I was at McKinney. Then you have Wardell Matt. Then you have the peripheral guys, Corey and Gibson. I guess he's still going to stick with Clemson at this point. And then you have Miles Davis. Texas still talking to him, but not at the top of the board like Xavier Phil Same. Uh, they want to get two more DBs in this class, but they'll like to have three. Would like to have a corner. Would like to have a safety. Would like to get a Wardell Mack, who's kind of a guy that can play everything. Uh, yeah. But I'll let you start with Kobe Black, um, because I know uh, we don't. We're not going to have a happy Halloween announcement, but I don't think we're going to have to wait that much longer. No, he he told me flat out. He's like, "Look, I'm not going. It's not public yet, but he's putting together a ceremony. It's. Uh, it was one of those things where are you are you going to surprise everybody at like four o'clock on a Friday afternoon with with a tweet that basically turns over. Uh, the class of 2024 world. And he's like, no. He goes, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have a ceremony. To the Waco Connolly community to do that. Yeah. Well, he wants his. Yeah, he wants his family. He wants his friends. He wants his yeah. brothers there. You know, if if Corey can come in, he he wants he wants all that around him. That's Kobe's. He's such a good kid. And so I think we're we're, we're getting closer and closer. And of course, we've said that for <laughs> three or months now. But yeah, that's we, what he's telling me. So, <laughs> and the people around him are saying the same thing. I still love Texas in that. I think it's Texas versus the field. 
You know, A&M is still trying. Alabama still calls. Oregon still uh, sends messages. But I, I think it's Texas. And so with fan, Texas fans, you just kind of have to be patient. I think Colin Simmons spoiled Texas fans a little bit by, by committing as early as he did. Because we all thought originally that was going to come down to to a December decision, and Colin decided, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not about this two two years of recruiting stuff. And I guarantee you that was for his mother as much as it was for anybody. Uh, bless her heart. And so, uh, you know, Kobe Kobe in Texas remain in a great spot. I know Kobe doesn't like people thinking they know where he's going, yeah. and that's with a lot of these kids. Yeah. It really is. Some of them it doesn't bother them. Fans Some of them the crystal ball and, and, and the RPMs, the kids hate it. They 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 really hate it. That's one reason that when I put mine in, it's a lot of the times it's directly from the kid. It's like, look, you know, I, it, it it can come off dishonest, and so they don't like that. They like to build up the drama a little bit. That's um, the main. That's the main. Kobe, I just. I, I, Kobe's one of those guys that look. You've canceled so many visits this this season to other schools and you haven't rescheduled them. So the fact pattern kind of leans towards uh, maybe sticking around Austin. Colin Simmons is still in his ear on a regular basis. Jelani McDonald came in to, 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 to Connolly a couple weeks ago during their bye week to hang out. Uh, Trey Wisner and, and Kobe are close. A lot of factors point to Texas, unless something crazy Ryan happened Watts in the last minute. Ryan Watts is a senior. They're gonna, they want him to replace Watts. That's kind of the vision there. Look, early impact guy, you're going to play early. I think it would be kind of like on a Derek Williams type pattern. Early enrollee gives him a chance. Over half this class, you posted uh, last week. Or maybe it wasn't even last week. Maybe it was a few days ago. You posted uh, the, you know, uh, the the early enrollee list. Eleven the of the commits are early enrollees. Eleven. That's the new norm. I had a bunch of buddies texting me. Can you believe that? And I was like, actually, yes. This is yeah. the type of guys that Sark goes after. Yeah. You know, if you get an early enrollee, nine times out of ten, that kid is motivated. It takes a lot to to get a high school kid. Oh, to, oh, to, oh to, and by the way, you can start making nil money. <laughs> so let's be real. Uh, it's also why Cooper Flags is moving up a class and Ryan Williams wants to move into 2024. Football's nice, but there's more to it than that, yeah. obviously. Uh, so, But then we go to Xavier Phil Same. I was at McKinney last week. By the way, I had two picks and a win over Denton Guy or two interceptions. Huge uh, game. Yeah, he didn't make it in Saturday. Father had some work stuff. I think he would have come on campus, but – He's not going to visit Texas till his dad's with him. And that's the way Texas wants it. That's the way the kid wants it. That's the way the dad wants it. That's the way everybody should want it. Because if he comes down with that as dad, what are the odds he's actually going to flip or Texas to get a flip? That means they have to get him down again. Yeah. Um, he's scheduled to be at USC this weekend. I guess he wants to go see great defensive back play in Southern California. Uh, but, uh, oh, no. But what that does tell you guys, joking around, somewhere he can play early is a factor. Florida has that. Texas has that safety position for him in his eyes, and USC has that as well. Uh, but I still think he'll play college football in Florida or Texas. I shouldn't say 100%. It's the NIL day and age. Let's go with 99 or 95. Mom lives in Orlando. Dad lives in McKinney. Dad's going to stay in McKinney after he graduates from high school. We'll see which way it goes. Florida's finish to the season, I think, is impactful there and maybe with Wardell Mack because, like, Arkansas is almost a must-win game for Florida guys. If they lose that one, you know they have after that at Missouri, at LSU, and Florida State at home. 
Those aren't great games for recruiting if you lose them all. If Billy Napier is six and seven, six and six, then direction of program becomes harder to recruit to. Florida's done a good job, and I'm long-winded on this for Texas fans, but it's Wardell Mack and Xavier Philsafe. What Billy Napier and that staff have done so well, they haven't gone in saying, yeah, we went six and seven to year one, but guys, we're about to take off. This year we're going to compete for the SEC title. Next year we're going to college football playoff. They haven't set themselves up for failure in recruiting. They've said, look, we're rebuilding. We're in re- rebuilding this program. It takes time. You have a chance to come in and be an impact player and be part of that. That's the direction they've taken in recruiting, which is going to be helpful in some ways if they struggle down the stretch. Uh, Wardell Mack, Texas, is trying to get him on campus uh, in November. We'll see what happens. He's scheduled to be at the uh, in Tallahassee for the Miami FSU game. LSU obviously still in the mix for Wardell as well. Uh, Justin Miles Davis, guy Texas still talking to, but Phil Same is the top safety on the board right now. Right, and Davis is he's strongly committed to AM. I know Texas and him talk on a regular basis. He's still looking at an unofficial uh, the day after Thanksgiving with Texas host Texas Tech, uh, the Joey McGuire comeback tour. Um, uh, but right now, I, I think Davis is pretty solid to AM. Like you said, though. Let's see what happens after Mississippi State. Let's see what happens after Ole Miss. Ole Miss I think the Ole Miss game is really going to be the, the telling the telling mark there. Uh, but, you know, I, I like Miles Davis. I really like Don, Deon, uh, Dante Carter. I mean, that dude's number three safety in the country, according to On3. And I don't think he's going to stick with his Vanderbilt commit. I feel good about that flip, wherever it is. Yeah. Um, but DB remains the final piece of this pretty good 2024 class. And obviously we can add two more. They're going to. Obviously we get a lot of questions about Corey and Gibson. I was at Lancaster Monday and I mean, listen, Jerry, there's there. He, listen, there's a lot going on there that we can't necessarily dive into, but that, you know, the injury, there's some stuff there. And plus he's a great kid. And he, I think he's, I think he loves Clemson and he loves Dabo. And and, and look, I think he, I think his, he so, loves him more than that talk show guy that called Dabo last night. I think on his family side, they like the idea of him getting away from DFW, doing something different. Absolutely. That's the, that's an impression I got again at Lancaster Monday. Um, Justin, uh, one, I'm going to take a second again for our sponsor before he find us, we'll finish with a little basketball. We got some uh, early signing periods coming up next, win, next week, uh, the 9th through the 15th. So we got decisions coming up here in hoops in the next – one this week, one probably next week. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, I want to take a second again for the uh, sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. That's Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you'll need to help keep tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, boat, to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 35 years of experience, you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Again, give him a call at 512-218-8571. Thank you to Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders for being the sole sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, we're in with a little hoops. It's been quiet. Texas has Cam Scott. Top 30 kid in the country, 6'5", guard out of Lexington, South Carolina, future NBA draft pick, uh, big-time talent coming in next year. Texas is looking to sign three or four 
uh, at the high school uh, level in this class. And there's two that are going to decide early here that are left on the board. And they happen to be the two guys that they've really targeted the most in this class, along with Cam Scott. That's Nick Cody, 6'9", power forward out of Carrollton Newman-Smith, will announce Thursday. U of H was the leader heading into June. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think Texas, Auburn, and Miami are your top three. I think he had a great visit to Texas. A couple things with Texas here with him. His dad's Nakia Cody, who had, uh, some will remember played at Cleveland High School, Baylor, safety, and in the NFL. His uncle, the Chargers. Yeah, his uncle is Dustin Armstrong, former Texas receiver that played at Cleburne as well. Dustin made both of the visits to Texas with Cody. Uh, we'll see which way that goes, Justin. I mean, look, um, 6'9", power forward, top-ranked prospect in Texas because Trey Johnson's at Link Academy, which we'll get to. But um, skilled power forward, man, it would be a huge win for uh, the staff. Absolutely. And, and I, I, you know, the thing, we talked about this a lot yesterday, actually, off the off the air about how this class is kind of coming together and how, you know, you're going to see some more pieces fall over the next few days, maybe the next few weeks. Uh, this, this this staff has a plan. Yes. Rodney Terry, Chris Ogden, these guys, these guys have plan. They have a plan of, of attack of how they want to shape this program, not just with the, the one and dones, but the developmental guys as well. And we're seeing that coming to fruition. We're seeing a lot of that kind of happening behind the scenes. And, you know, last night was was probably, you know, that that was their stinker. You know, I think they went ahead and got that out of the way with, with a, a not so sexy. Without Caden Shetterkin, DC. I mean, so. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. right. Something like that. You know, right. when in doubt, I think Joe Cook said it best. When in doubt, give it to your 235-pound uh, guard who can just score. And so um, at the end of the day, though, I, I love what Terry and these guys are doing with this class. Nick Cody, Trey Johnson. There's probably another, might be another name or two that pop up in the next. There few will weeks be one. Month. There'll <laughs> be at least, yeah, there'll be at least one. And so it, it, it's unique. And and, uh, and you know, we've got that thing covered, co- you know, front to back. You, you've been nails on this on basketball since day one. Yeah. So and then there's Trey Johnson. So the update here is he's ranked four in the country. He was formerly ranked number one, six five guard out of Lake Highlands, playing a senior Link Prep Academy. Because he can collect NIL in the state of Missouri, guys. All this matters. He's a big NIL. He's with Lyft NIL agency. He has a chance to do extremely well in the NIL game if he goes to college for a year. It's coming out of Texas and Baylor. Baylor was the early favorite. I think a lot of that was because they're guards that have been successful. They won a national championship. Guys have gotten drafted. His father played at Baylor before he transferred. His father's the head, uh, assistant head coach at uh, Lake Highlands High School. But then Texas has always been there. Rodney Terry actually moved from the high school ranks to Baylor and coached Richard Johnson for a couple of years, Trey Johnson's father. Um, and so Richard Johnson and, and Rodney Terry have had a long-standing relationship, two decades worth. Uh, so Rodney Terry has a lot of trust with that family. Uh, Trey Johnson had a great visit to Texas, had that that kind of – Famous internet photograph with Arch Manning there. Went over to the football facility, watched practice. Steve Sarkeesian actually took 30 minutes to talk to Trey Johnson about Texas football. Huge. And the University of Texas because Huge. Trey does like football. He's like Kevin Durant like that. Let's say Mac Brown and, 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 uh, yeah. and, and Rick Barnes, they used to have a little symbiotic yes, thing there as well. It's like, you scratch my back, yeah. I'll scratch yours. No doubt. Tavondre Sweat, he loves Kevin Durant. One of the reasons he liked Texas was because – He's still trying to meet him. We don't – we, 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 we ever find out – 
I know Sark met KD and, and, and Sweat didn't. But I think Texas has a – there's been some confidence on the Texas side with Trey Johnson. So let's see where this goes. He's expected to sign early. That early signing period window is November 9th through 15th. All right, that's your basketball update. Could see somebody lose a hand. Never know. Oh, no. Inside Texas, man, that's going to – We'll see what happens there. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, but on the football front, we'll close with this. So Texas, the class is fluctuating between 9 and 11, depending on who commits, who decommits. We're in that season, right? When Oregon got rushing yesterday, they yeah. jumped up to 9, and it pushed yeah. Texas back yeah. to number 11, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so Texas is hovering right in that top 10 area. Um, you know, they're, they're in on enough guys here to where they have a real chance for the third straight top five class. Um, you know, Kobe Black's ranked top 35 in the country. Every guy we rattled off there is a four-star guy uh, that Texas really has a chance with. Elijah Lofton, four-star commit to Miami. DeAndre Carter, four-star commit to Auburn. Um, then you go to the D-line. Dominic McKinley, five-star commitment A&M. T.J. Lindsey, four-star commitment Auburn. The linebackers. Ty Anthony Smith, AM commitment, four star. Justin Williams, Georgia commitment, five star. Xavier Atkins, LSU commitment, four star. Wardell Mack, Florida commitment, four star. Xavier Phil same five star commitment, Florida. You get the point. If Texas gets Kobe Black and they get two or three flips, they're probably going to finish with a top five class for the third year in a row. So that's it for this week's recruiting breakdown for Justin Wells. Uh, this is Jerry Hamilton, uh, Texas Rangers, two wins away, Justin. Hey, by the way, you're, hey, Props for prepping UT Tyler today. Propping UT Tyler. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, UT I'm telling Tyler you. Patriots, baby. Hey, hey, man. I it, I don't know if you've been through Tyler recently, but University of Texas Tyler looks like a completely different place. It does. It is enormous. They've added a business section. They're adding a, a medical branch. Like, this thing has taken off. So you got to rep. You got to rep the, 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 local, rep it. the, the local people. And hey, they, I don't know if you remember, they almost had a football program. Yes, they did. They tried to run it through and they were smart. Not every college in Texas needs a football program. And so I think they allocated their money better. That's probably why they're so good at basketball, soccer, softball, things of that sort. But I will say this, probably not going to see Max Scherzer again in this series. That blister is is big time. It is bad. Garcia, I, I still haven't heard anything on him. What did, he John, rib, what did he pull his ribs off his off his body or something? I mean, how I, did you, I don't know what happened. All I know is John Gray came in last night and was unhittable. It was beautiful, but there's still two games to go. Games two to more go. in Arizona. This yeah. this is still a series, and and the game four starters Andrew Heaney, and there, nothing says surrender. Like starting a journeyman in the World Series. <laughs> That's Justin Wells. For Justin Wells, this is Jerry Hamilton. That's been this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. We'll talk to you next week.